Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Amanda Man Games podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support the show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. So the topic I want to kind of go over today is whether or not the Xbox Series X is being held back. Uh, now being held back in particular with by the Xbox One. So this is something that Microsoft has kind of been pushing that they want it to be forward compatible. So they want all of their games, I guess it is forward con- compatible, but basically they want their games, uh, any new games that come out for the Series X, uh, mainly of course the exclusives, to be able to work on, on the Xbox One. Uh, and initially, you know, this was very consumer friendly. Initially, I looked at I looked at this and said that you know what they are trying to cater to everyone in their in their ecosystem. They want to make sure that everyone that purchased an Xbox One actually gets their full value, considering there weren't as many exclusives as there could have been on the Xbox One, arguably. Um, and you know, this was obviously a good move on their part. Now, when it when it came down to the gameplay demo that was shown for Halo Infinite, obviously it was a big lead up. 343 Industries have been kind of building up to this. Uh, everyone was everyone was quite excited that we were going to get Halo Infinite with a new console. Uh, I mean, it's like the perfect combination. Let's be honest, Halo and a new console. I mean, especially nowadays when FPS games have become so popular, I could I could see that this is just a perfect combo. It would have sold like crazy. Um, but then obviously the gameplay demo came out and people were not as happy. Let's just say that. Um, I watched the gameplay and I just thought it was great. I, I was like, okay, this is like Halo 5, but just a bit more polished. And in my case, I was like, yeah, I'll play this on my PC or I'll play this on my Xbox. Uh, I had no problem with it, right? But obviously a lot a lot of people did, uh, did get more annoyed by it or angry about it that it didn't really live up to their expectations because it was being built up as this Xbox Series X, this future... Uh, future looking, futuristic, you know, future tech using game that would blow everyone's socks off. And unfortunately, it wasn't like that. It looked basically like an Xbox One game, just more polished. And with, of course, a lot of promises that it would have 4K 120, uh, 120 hertz, stuff like that. But then, you know, it comes back to, okay, like in my brain, when I saw that, that gameplay demo, I automatically said that yeah, it looks like it looks like Halo Five, but of course a little bit better because they're still making this for the Xbox One and not just the Xbox One S or the Xbox One X, but the OG Xbox One, right? The the one that basically has like no power. I mean, I'm not gonna say it has no power, but it obviously struggled quite a bit when it comes to uh, when it comes to certain games. So I was like, okay, I'm like, of course this makes sense. Like they can't they can't push it too forward. Like otherwise it won't run on Xbox One. And they're aiming for 4K 120, but I think, I don't know if, if this has been confirmed, but I I do think that they did say it will be running on at 60 FPS in general on all consoles, right? So even on, X, on the Xbox One, it, it should still, or it has to in some sense run at 60 FPS. So, you know, like obviously people were upset about this. It, it looked weird for people, but in my brain, again, like I said, I, I totally understood that and I was still happy to play the game because again, the gameplay is key for this game. But of course, people were not happy. So then they came out saying that, you know what, this the game's gonna be delayed. And 
uh, they obviously use different reasonings. And I, I'm still in the camp that believes that that's not why. It's not because of the current pandemic and everything that caused them to uh, delay the game. Uh, I'm sure like it, that added a little bit, but not not to that point. If they were showing the gameplay demo that late um, and that late deciding to kind of delay it, like, I, I'm sorry, I just don't believe that. It was definitely because of the response that it got. And of course, Microsoft had a talk, that, you know, the Xbox division had a talk that, okay, this is obviously not looking good. This was supposed to be our flagship game, the game that showcases the Series X. But instead, you know, like this is what people are taking away from it. And this is not what we want. And I think in their case, they just realized that it might be better to delay the game than to release it with the Series X. And of course, that makes sense. You know, in the end, they do want to make sure this game has long legs. They don't want it to be another Halo 5, right? They don't want it to be... I mean, Master Chief Collection still did pretty well, but initially it did suffer quite a bit. They do want this game to be a game that comes out, blows everyone away, uh, has an amazing story, and the, then the multiplayer keeps them going for the years and years to come, right? Initially, let's say we, we did believe them that, yeah, the pandemic did play a role. But then all of a sudden, this news comes out that Joseph Staden, who was... Um, who worked with uh, worked at Bungie for the original Halo games, and I think helped with the story and a lot of the writings and the mission designs. Um, he's bringing being brought in this late into the production cycle to take the lead on the campaign, and I believe the person that was the lead for the Master Collection is taking the lead on the multiplayer aspect of Halo Infinite. Right, so these are two things that are happening this late in the production cycle. So I'm like this is again me saying this uh, like if it's true or not like it's up to you to take take it as 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 you will but from what I'm taking this as is that even, th there were a lot of problems with the game just to begin with right it was not because of the pandemic this was because they realized that they didn't live up to the hype they realized that internally they were having too many issues with the game itself that weren't shown in the gameplay demo and things that we probably won't even know about until like years to come so they had to bring in you know, leads. This is not like you know bringing in a consultant or something. This, this, this you're getting leads for your for your triple A franchise, your triple A game that's supposed to be the flagship title for your for the new console's launch. A reason for people to buy your new console, right? Uh, and then it kind of goes back to what I started thinking in my brain. I was I was thinking that you know all these developers when they see this new tech, the SSD, uh, the twelve teraflops of GPU for the for the Xbox. And like all this crazy, all this crazy stuff that's going to be coming in the new generation, you know, all their artistic visions are in a sense being held back because they can make it, they can, because there's all this technology that can be used on the Xbox Series X, but they still have to make it based on the common denominator, right? Which is the Xbox One. And the problem is that if they're going to make it for the Xbox One and the Xbox One CPU and GPU were so old, even in 2013, they were already pretty old. And like they weren't really, really living up to the expectations in a sense, you know, it's so hard for them to be able to fully utilize the power of the Series X. And that makes me realize that even if they're working on this, on uh, even if Joseph Staden and the, uh, the, and the other lead are working and trying to get this game back on track, it will still, in the end, just maybe look a bit prettier and still kind of overall have the same same look and feel because it's not going to be able to take full advantage of the Series X, no matter what they might say. This is just something that we need to understand. Like, they will not be able to take full advantage of what the Series X's CPU and GPU can actually offer. And of course, on the developer side, I can understand that their artistic visions are being held back. And of course, like now Microsoft has so many other studios uh, under their belt 
But it's the same thing for them. If they are also being told that, no, you need to make it for both the 3DX and the Xbox One, it's the same thing. When they make a game, like I remember, I think it was Mark Sterling's talk or it was someone else, but I remember someone was talking about how the SSDs for the new consoles will allow for game design to change. Because so many times games are designed or levels are designed in a way for it to give the game or the CPU or the GPU or like just a machine enough time to load the next area. So that's why you will have those small corridors or small squeeze throughs area, like very squeeze, very squeeze through or whatever. And you know, like before you get to the next area, because it gives the game time to load the next area in. But now because of the SSD, you don't need to do that anymore, right? You don't need to like do that anymore at this point. You don't need to make games based off of the limitations of your console. So, you know, like I can understand that in Exile Entertainment or Obsidian, any games that they're working on, because they need to make sure it release on the it releases on the Xbox One, they have to kind of still use those elements, still use those kind types of design, uh, and and because of that, obviously, you know, it won't you won't really see that big jump that you're thinking or that you were hope for, right? Um, the other thing is what I didn't understand why they didn't they didn't do this, but of course, you know, they, they probably have the numbers and they see that more people own the Xbox One and the Xbox One S, but. I was thinking that maybe to avoid some of these issues, they could have maybe maybe gone down like down the route of making it making all these exclusives that come out on Series X to also come out on the Xbox One X. Now Xbox One X again has a hard has a hard drive, uh, and it also I think the CPU is either the same or maybe a bit better. I'm not sure, but of course like the GPU is a, a, a lot better than the than the OG Xbox, right? So at that point, like my thought process is that okay. Obviously, you still won't be able to kind of take full advantage of technology in the new consoles, but why not go down that route that, hey, if you have an Xbox One X, you can still play the games for uh, for the Series X that will be coming out for the next two years or next three years or whatever. Uh, but if you have an Xbox One or Xbox One S, yeah, like you you, de- you do need to get a Series X, you know, I think because the Xbox One X is, is fully out of production and stuff, it's not being sold anymore, uh, you know, because just... I don't know, just just kind of the way I'm thinking. Obviously, like in terms of numbers, I don't know. They always keep touting that Xbox One X has sold a lot. I mean, if it if it has sold a lot, then at that point, like, okay, like why, why can't we do this kind of a generational leap? But just because of that Xbox One and Xbox One S also being something that they, they need to focus on, the people that do go out and spend $600 or whatever in Canada especially, like if you spend all that money after tax and get your Series X, and then you get a game that your friend is playing on the Xbox One or basically looks like the Xbox One game. And I I'm firsthand have seen this at this point. I've seen this with my PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. When I, uh, you know, PS4, uh, uh, PS4 to PS4 Pro and Xbox One to Xbox One X are supposed to be big leaps in terms of the, the power. But when you play the game, you're like, okay, I mean, it's it looks shinier, but like, you know, that's about it. Overall, I'm like okay, I probably could have just played this game on my PS4 or my Xbox One and it would have been the same, right? But in this, obviously, you don't really see that. So that's that's literally what's going to happen with this, no matter what you might think. If you have the Xbox One version or the Xbox Series X version, the Series X will have a patch or whatever to make it look shiny, make it look a bit better. But it will basically, in the end, be, the, be like looking like the same game. You know, it's not going to be that dramatic of a difference. So it's like, okay, why am I spending this much money on a new console? And I'm sure there's like obviously third-party games that are going to be on Xbox Series X and stuff like that. You know, like, I'm not talking about third-party games. And third-party games, let's be honest, at this point, uh, is nothing to, uh, you know, nothing nothing that really wows you because 
Uh, a lot of them obviously are coming both generations for now because third parties also want to make money. So they're releasing it on both consoles. The only ones I can think of on the Series X is the Medium and I think Scorn. I think both of them are supposed to be a Series X and, and, and the PC. But again, nothing that looks amazing. Like when I look at those games, I'm like, okay, cool. Like uh, it's not, it's not like making me go like, wow, I need to go spend a $700 or whatever to go buy a new console for this, right? On the other end, we have PlayStation that is obviously focusing on generations. And that obviously makes the console more attractive, even if it's not consumer friendly. They're telling you that, yeah, like we're done with the PS4. This is a PS5. This is the power we have in the PS5. And this next game, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, um, uh, Horizon, uh, Zero, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, you know, all these games so far that have been announced will be utilizing the, the power of the PS5. So it's not going to come out on PS4. We're going to build this from the ground up for the PS5. And like that already makes it so much more enticing, so much more interesting to to think about because you're like, wow, so they'll be they they are building this ground up, building building this game ground up, knowing that they can use the SSD, knowing that they can use that full like 10 teraflops or whatever of power, and you know, and, and the CPU. So you're already the AI and everything, the world building, all that stuff is improved automatically just because of the power of, of the technology that they have. And that automatically makes it more interesting that okay, yeah, like, why wouldn't I buy this console? And especially now in, in this November, why would I buy the PS5 and then get all those exclusives, which will be showing me the next gen and then wait for two years when Series X will supposedly start launching its own set of games and not catering to Xbox One or Xbox One S. Uh, you know, like, why wouldn't you just do that instead? Like, in my brain, that's what I'm thinking. I have a gaming PC and I was initially going to buy the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. But at this point, I'm like, okay, I have a PC. I might, I, I, why don't I just buy the uh, PS5 and the other money that I had left over that I was going to spend for the Series X, I'm just going to buy the, the new RTX 3080, which was which is just going to blow the consoles out of, out of the water, right? And understand, obviously, I, I, was, I, I was reading someone's tweet as well that, oh yeah, if you buy the, the RTX uh, GPU, um, it, technically, if you buy the Series X, and, uh, and and five years of Game Pass, you will be actually saving money. You will actually be spending less money than you would for buying just a GPU. Of course, like, I I, I don't get those comparisons. It's such a low-level comparison for all this because I, I'm not in... It's not like I was, I, I was... I grew up in the PC gaming space, but I have kind of understood it quite a bit that there's so much more that you can do with a GPU on a PC than you can on an, on an Xbox. You know, like, me, like, recording my podcast, doing my streams... Uh, video editing, stuff like that, all that stuff, you know, you, you do need like a powerful GPU and stuff for that. So like, it's, I, I don't know that uh, maybe that's just me. It just irks me when I see that. I'm like, okay, like there's no need to compare those two, right? Those are, it's very two, it's two very different spaces. So it's like, you know, like I, I, PC gaming will always be one step ahead or at least a little bit ahead of, of the console generation just because the way the technology works on that side, right? But going back, I just don't see why, you know, Xbox doesn't realize that the more and more they talk about this whole, no, we're going to be catering to everything. Uh, no, xCloud is our goal. Game Pass is our goal. The more it makes me go like, okay, so you don't really look. So why, why do I need to spend money on that? Why can't I just build a PC that I can use for my work, use for other stuff, not just uh, not just gaming. And, you know, I can just play Game Pass games there instead, right? And of course, like, that's kind of what it comes down to. Like, Game Pass can't do all the work in a way, you know, like I, 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 like I always keep thinking about this. It's they're, they're building these consoles. And every time I hear about it, like, 
oh yeah, no, but Microsoft playing another game. Microsoft is doing something else. Microsoft wants you to just sign up for Game Pass. They want the xCloud as the future. I'm like, okay, then why are you building consoles? Why are you building the Series X? Don't build a Series X. You have, you're, you're building like not even a console. You're building like the most powerful console. That's like the whole goal. So I'm like, okay, if the goal is to get everyone, everyone on xCloud or everyone on Game Pass, then that should be the goal. Then stop trying to sell us a very powerful console that's not going to be taking advantage of anything, anything for the next like two years or so. You know, instead, it just makes sense to maybe make that Xbox Series S box or whatever they are planning to make or release, which is like a, the, 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 the tiny box, maybe that's discless, uh, doesn't have uh, that much power or whatever, but it says, hey, you can play your xCloud games on this. You can play your Game Pass games on this. That that's what would make it more believable to me. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Just give me like a tiny box, almost like an Apple TV kind of a box, and it's like, hey, you can play, or you can uh, play X Cloud on this. You can play your uh, Game Pass games on this, and you're set. You're you're done. You don't need to worry about anything else. So like, I just don't understand why it wouldn't, you know, that why it wouldn't take that approach. And maybe obviously, you know, again, you can always comment comment below or or like message me uh, to let me know what you think, but. You know, that's kind of what I was thinking about that, like, why aren't they, why aren't they like just kind of pushing xCloud or Game Pass to the point where they're like, yeah, you know what, we don't need uh, the consoles. And I just don't see it because at the end of the day, I still see that they're like, yeah, no, we do need to sell consoles. Like at the end of the day, they do want to make a lot of money on the consoles. But at the, at the same point, because they kept saying, oh, we're not playing that game, it's making their consoles like less less attractive. You know, you don't want to go by because I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just play Game Pass on my PC. You know, I'll, I'll play $5 per month and then just play play the games here. And then, you know, I, I hear like this thing, yeah, see, you, you're already giving Xbox your money. I'm like, yeah, I'm giving Xbox $60 a year of my money. I'm sure they probably want a lot more than that. <laughs> like, I can guarantee you, right? This is not how a business runs. And of course, $60 a month from me, right? Let's say it's 5 million, uh, 10 million people who are signed up and they're making like 600 million, right? Versus you have a, a, a you have your consoles being sold at 500, $600, $700 and you're selling like kind of like how the PlayStation has sold 100 million so far. You're selling those consoles. So you're making, okay, let's let, let, let even take 100 million PS4 consoles at let's say $300. Obviously it's like more expensive than that and, and like less, but I'm just thinking 300, $300 million. That's like what? Like, a three billion or thirty billion dollars or whatever. I'm not. I'm. I'm not multiplying really quickly as I'm like saying this. But but you get what I'm saying, right? Like you're already making so much so much money from from selling consoles, and then on top of that, you're also selling games for those consoles, right? Versus me paying five dollars a month or sixty dollars a year subscription, even if it it goes up to ten million, twenty million, thirty million. Um, again, like if someone can do the math and also let me know, but it's not really gonna compare to someone that's is able to sell their consoles, is able to sell games on those consoles, and is able to sell a subscription on those consoles like a PS Plus or an Xbox Live Gold, right? So those three, all those three combined does not compare to a few people like playing or like a few million people just paying $60 a year for their Game Pass subscription. Again, this is just my view. This is just how I'm looking at it. But like, I just don't understand that sort of a push because in the end, I, I think my, my point is mainly that in the end, it does come down to the fact that Microsoft does want to sell consoles. No matter what they say, they do want to push Series X. And that goes back to why don't they just delay the Series X? Why don't they push X Cloud and uh, maybe even even release the Series S 
uh, maybe even before if they can, if earlier they can, uh, but xCloud, Game Pass, and Series S, and then release Series X alongside Halo Infinite. And maybe finally come out and say, you know what, we're not going to release Halo Infinite on the older console, we're going to release it only on Series X and Series S. And, you know, maybe, the, or even Xbox One X, and that might, that might at least bolster their console sales at that point because you're like waiting for this game you're excited to play this play halo the next halo game which is supposed to blow everyone away and it's coming out on day and day with the console so i mean at the same time like one thing i definitely want to bring up because i keep reading about this as well like you know that so many times I, i i i don't get why this keeps happening but like because of the two teraflop difference between the ps5 and the xbox series i see people are like Oh wow, Xbox Series X is is so powerful. It's like wait, I'm like okay, yeah, like it's gonna definitely it is powerful. But like if you're if you look at the PC gaming space, the ga- the the difference in power and stuff isn't <laughs> it doesn't really stack up like that. Like just because of two teraflops, two teraflops is a very bad metric to use to determine how powerful a, a GPU is, right? And at the same time, even if it is, it's like okay, it blows it out of the water. It's like doing 8K. Obviously, it's not. But like it's doing 8K and PS5 can only do 4K. Let's just say that. But I, I look towards something like Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch is not powerful at all. But look at how well it sells every every single time. Every single time, it is destroying sales figures. It is still destroying sales figures just because of games. Because it has amazing exclusive games that you can only get on the Nintendo Switch. So Nintendo Switch is making crazy amounts of money. They're not saying that, hey, let's release Nintendo Switch online everywhere. No, that's not the game we're playing. We're gonna we're gonna release Nintendo Switch online everywhere. We're gonna go for Nintendo Switch X Cloud or whatever. You know, like they're not doing that. They're like, no, we're making crazy amounts of money by selling our console, selling a subscription with a Nintendo Switch online, and also selling exclusive games that you can only get on our console. And then no one cares about power. No one's complaining. Obviously, people will be like, yeah, Nintendo Switch doesn't, especially with third-party games, doesn't run the best. But people are more than happy to go out and buy it and sell out and sells out every day, like all the time. Like even here. In Canada, I, I like I already have a Switch, but when it, every time I go on Amazon, it's always in the top five uh, of the best sellers. Uh, but like it's always like uh, you know because usually you get a price, which means that it is available uh, on Amazon. You can order it and it has like a prime next to it. But a lot of times it doesn't have a price at all because it's basically sold out. But it's still in like, the top five all the time. And I'm like, this is how popular the, that console is. And people are comp- are comparing <laughs> PS5 and Xbox Series X based on power and saying that Series X will win because of the power. Like, no. If Series X can win, it will be because of games. And at this point of time, there are no games. <laughs> like, literally, at this point, because the, the main game that was supposed to come out has been delayed, even with Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales being like a standalone kind of expansion, like Uncharted Lost Legacy. So not like a 20-hour game, but like an 8 to 12-hour game. People will still go out and buy it. Right, people will still go out and buy that, and even then, it's weird how even leading up to it, I still feel that Sony can still announce more exclusive games, right? And you don't think about that, or you don't feel that when it comes to the Xbox or the Microsoft console, because you look at them like, okay, they've they've basically announced they showed all their cards. Whereas with 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 Sony, you always get this feeling that they haven't shown all their cards yet. They still have stuff under wraps that will be coming. I, like I'm not saying that Microsoft doesn't have. Uh, have have stuff under wraps either. They probably have you know their games like Perfect Dark and everything like that that they're working on, but they're not ready at all. Whereas on the Sony side, I feel that there's games like maybe a SOCOM or even the Gran Turismo game that they showed that will might that might actually release alongside the PS5 that they haven't talked about at all, right? And like that already makes it so much more exciting, you know. So it does 
come back to the games not being there for the Series X to make it an, a, a valuable option when it comes to buying a console. You, again, there's a pandemic happening. Not everyone has this much money, but let's say you do have money. You want to make sure you get the full values worth, right? You you get like your full worth, your full money's worth when it comes to the console and the games you pick up. Why would you go and pick up a Series X where you can play those same games on your Xbox One or even your PS4? Obviously not like games like Halo, but again, Halo's not coming out right now. But let's say like other multi-platform games that might be coming out in the past generation. Why would you go buy that when you can go buy a PS5, which will give you exclusive games that you can only get there, right? Exclusivity is is what sells at the end of the day. So I, I think that's like a, a big, big mistake that's being made on Microsoft's side. And again, this is my prediction. It can be completely wrong. But again, it's my prediction that I think the Series X, when it comes out, will be lucky to come close to the Xbox One sales numbers in the first month. So I don't know how much it sold in the first month exactly, but I, I definitely think it was like around a million for sure. Uh, and I think PS4 was around like 2 million or 2.5 million. I remember it, it just kind of, that trend just kept going. It was like always like, the, the sales number were always like two to one. And then obviously after that, like PlayStation 4 just kind of took off. But you know, like, that's kind of what my prediction is because I just don't see Series X doing well. I just don't see them selling as much as they think they will or they think they might just because of the way they're marketing this product, the way they're marketing their console. Like obviously if you're an Xbox owner, you're you're like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna stick with my Xbox console. I'm gonna buy the Series X, stuff like that. That's perfect. So we're just looking at like the overall number of Xbox consoles out there. The, the latest figures was around like 35 or 40 million. Um, if it's more like, let me know, of course, but like, that was like the last thing I saw. So 35 to 40 million, right? Um, I'm not sure how much conversion is happening from the PS4 to the Xbox side or the PlayStation to Xbox side. Uh, but my prediction is, 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 is it, is that's very low. People that got the PlayStation were of course quite happy with their, with their console choice just because of the games that were available. On the other end, the people that did invest in the Xbox One, I won't be surprised if we see more changes from the Xbox side to the PlayStation side, especially now that all these games are being announced, all these things are being hyped up that PS5 is a generational leap. You will getting you will be getting games that are only on PS5, only available for PS5. So even if it's like the, that 35 to 40 million, you know, let's say they even get like that small chunk or whatever onto the other side, compared to the PlayStation, that's still, you know, such a, such a, such a small number. That at the end of the day, like I said, like it will be, it, it just won't be worthwhile. I, I like I, at that point, I'll just turn into, I'll just turn my company into like a software company and just focus on selling software because it, it just doesn't seem like a lot of people will be looking at the Xbox One or the Series X or, or just being on the Xbox One side and looking at the Series X and saying, yeah, this is the console I need. This is the console I want to jump into, right? And a lot more people will be enticed by the PlayStation side, even though the games might not look as good as Series X, even though the console might not be as powerful as the Series X, people will still look at it and say, hey, you know what? There's a Spider-Man Miles Morales is there. I really want to get that. Or even Avengers, what the, the issue with Avengers and Spider-Man being there. Or even Ratchet and Clank, how Ratchet and Clank has a great showing in Gamescom. Or even something like uh, Horizon. Or even with the knowledge that a game like God of War will be coming out. A game from Naughty Dog will be coming out. Maybe an Uncharted, maybe a Last of Us Part 3. Maybe Go Tsushima Part 2. Like, you know, as I say these games, you go like, wow. There are so many amazing games on that side. Like, how is this not enticing anyone? It is enticing people. It is getting people on their side. So I think that's what I, I, I will leave it. Um, I hope I hope you enjoyed this uh, this episode. I hope you enjoyed these kinds of episodes. I'm, I'm going to try doing this for uh, for a little while. 
I do enjoy doing these kind of uh, quick bits, quick bites. I don't know what you want to call it, but like these kind of like quick news slash opinions pieces that I like to do. Uh, if you enjoy what you listen to or even what you watch, please subscribe, you know, follow, comment, rate, all that stuff. I will put all my social media stuff uh, in, the, in the description below. I will also put my Twitch channel, YouTube channel, all that stuff as well. So you can go check that out. Thank you so much and I will see you next week. Bye.